Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now here's the show. Hey, Jalenta. Yes, Kristen. What would you say are the three pillars of our show of By the Book? Um, despair, self-loathing. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Those are my three pillars. I would say, what, off the top of my head, books, advice, and uh, transformation. Mm, And I would say, I agree with you. (gasps) Yay! And over the course of the last two episodes, we talked about the first two. Yep. Books with Mr. LeVar Burton. Yes, and advice with E. Jean Carroll. So what do you say we spend today's episode uh, exploring my my third word transformation, shall we? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I am Jalenta Greenberg. And this is By the Book. Right, it's time for another Buy the Book bonus episode, our Between Seasons treat for your ears. And today, it's all about transformation with our friend Elna Baker. Now, Elna Baker is a storyteller, a comedian, an executive producer for This American Life. She's performed on The Moth, BBC Radio 4, and Studio 360, and... Lucky for us, uh, she performed at By the Book Live a few months ago over at the Bell House in Brooklyn. And we had an amazing discussion with Elna. Our talk was all about transformation. Here we are talking to the one, the only, the great 
Elna Baker. Yeah, let's yeah. get her out here. Everyone, yes. please put your hands together for the amazing Elna Baker. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. Elna, thanks for being here. Thank thanks you. Thanks for having me. All right. So excited, you guys. Yes. So first and foremost, we have to point out something. Elna, yeah. before the show, you... Um, wrote on Instagram that you have read 75 self-help books in the last how many years? I didn't know how many, and then I looked on Audible. I listened to 75 self-help books in three years. In three years. Which is a cry for help. Yeah, I was going to say, so (laughs) Elna, let's break this down. What's going on? Um, Why? Why? Well, I actually think I'm starting to realize I have a problem with it, which is like I'm so certain I have to fix something about myself that I can't relax and even in like free downtime, I feel so much comfort using my time to understand how to fix myself. Yeah. So mm. it's, it's in some ways an addiction. But the thing is, I have grown and changed as a result. Basically, I like three years ago, I was so unhappy. I was so depressed. And I was crying and I looked in the mirror and I was so caught in whatever was making me cry. But then behind my eyes... I saw something and I heard a voice in my head that was like, this woman is driving us crazy. (laughs) It was just like, get like this persona, this person is like, oh, she's the worst. Like, get out, like escape from her. And it was this different uh, sort of entity from what I understood as myself. Mm. And it was such relief that I basically decided I would make it my, I worked part time. I would make it my part-time job to try to understand my own mental health. So I started going to therapy. I started going to group therapy. uh, And I started uh, researching uh, mental health. And I have to say, it has really changed my life with three years of consistent effort. Wow. That is fascinating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. Yes. You could say Elna's a Jolenta. Um, okay, so Elna, as we said when we introduced you, you're our like transformation goddess, guru, whatever. I just feel like you've done it all. And so I'm obsessed with your story about weight loss and that transformation. And can you give us sort of like a brief overview for people who don't who aren't familiar with your story? Yeah, I uh, so basically I was uh, fat most of my life and until my early 20s and um when I was 23 I overall I've lost 120 pounds um and uh so I think I I existed in the world as one entire person I saw how I was treated I saw the way life happened for me and the dramatic difference it was like being a different human on the planet all of a sudden and it was really startling to see that that difference so I've written about that right so tell us more about the difference um because it's how people perceive you it's not just how you perceive yourself right right so how are people perceiving you and treating you completely differently from before and after the weight loss um I mean it's such a sensitive subject right and I feel afraid like one of the things with this story I wrote is my worst case scenario was I would someone who was fat would listen and feel worse about themselves right because when I was fat, sorry, I didn't realize I was getting, but I felt wor- I felt bad all the time. And I felt like people didn't like me. I felt very judged. Everywhere I went, 
I could feel it. I don't think I was imagining it. There was, it was like I was a disturbance in the room. And when I lost weight, it was like I would walk out of my house, and especially men, I would walk out of my house, and it was like they were clapping, <laughs> you know, for me to be there or something. And it was very strange at first, and it, it, I didn't want it to be that true because it, it was fucked up. It was very fucked up. Um, does that answer the question? Yeah. I mean, they were treating, <laughs> yeah. no, they were treating yeah. you as if you were more worthy of taking up space as someone who was thinner than someone who was fatter. Right. They were setting a value on you. Yes. And that value, you know, it's taken me a long time to understand that value is part of a, a made-up system right. that yeah. neither one was better than the other. Yeah. Exactly. We put arbitrary meaning on random shapes, essentially. Right. I guess what I wonder about, especially when you're dealing with a physical transformation, like Kristen and I have talked about this. I've had plastic surgery. I've had she plastic has, surgery. I've had a breast reduction. Like I've had like literal like mass taken off of my body. And I always think it's interesting how we reconcile our self-identity with the identity put on us by people as we go through the world. And when you make changes, how do you hold on to your identity or does it change your identity? Like, do you think your like sort of persona shifted when you were perceived differently or before right. you were perceived differently? I mean, my family, I think was the most, for them it was the most jarring. I, I, I lost all the weight in, I went on, I took diet pills um, and I lost it in five and a half months. So it also was like, and I didn't see my family the whole time. And then I went to visit them, and when I stepped off the airplane, I'll never forget, like, all the six of them were waiting, and just their jaws dropped. And then they just didn't recognize, I didn't, I wasn't me to them. So they were watching everything I did. And they pointed out, and I think this is true, and I'm just finally trying to drop it, but I became hyper femme. Because it was like I'd been studying a role my whole life that I'd never really got to play. So I would, I'd, my, my wrists, like the, the ability of my wrists changed. It's just like, <laughs> and I had like a lot of flipping and like <laughs> skipping unnecessarily. A lot of shoulder. It was like all about my shoulders. Um, and it, it's an act. Yeah. Uh, it's an affectation. But that was, I think, one of the most obvious ones. Uh, and then I think... I think I became smaller, like my personality became smaller in a way that I really regret. But in, I mean, that was initially, now that more time has passed, have you reconciled those personalities? Are you, have, have you come into a whole new era of who you are or are you still fighting those two parts of yourself? I think I'm getting closer. I mean, I, I do think that... Uh, I thought if I lost all the weight, I would get what I wanted. And I finally know that that wasn't the solution. It didn't get me what I wanted. And so I, it, I don't care. Right. I, I don't care yeah. as much about the way I look now. And that, I think, is freeing me to come back as my own self. Oh, oh that's, that's so a, great. That's a great way to that's put like it. That's like the best transformation story ever.
We are going to take a quick break, but don't worry. We've got more Elna Baker for you. When we come back, we're going to talk about a transformation in Elna's life that was uh, just as big, if not bigger, than losing all that weight. So stay with us. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We are back sharing our conversation with Elna Baker that we had at our live show at the Bell House in Brooklyn a few months back. And without further ado, let's continue with Elna's other big transformation story. How I heard of you was through your book and your story about your transition out of the Mormon faith and just how, like, I don't know, because I grew up um, around like a fair amount of Mormon people, Mormon communities, went to school with them. And like, I don't think of it as that separate from like what I experienced day to day. But then through reading your work, listening to your work, it is a very different existence, even though it's like right alongside mine. And how is it transforming sort of like, I don't even know, is it a belief structure, your thought structure, just like the it's thought a, structure you thought were raised structure. in? And it's, um, I think that we're one documentary away from people realizing how culty Mormonism is. Um, <laughs> Because it's it is existing internally in your head. So I don't think people understand. Like, when I first decided to leave, I it took me a year to even actually act on what I had wanted to do, which was to leave. Because everything I would, like, I would order a glass of alcohol. You're not allowed to drink if you're Mormon. I would order a glass. And then before my hand would even get there, it would be like... Um, Satan's way of taking away your free will is alcohol. If you drink this, you will become a subject of Satan. If you're a subject of Satan, uh, you will um, serve him. And, and, like, and it just was like, and then by the time I'd be like, never mind. <laughs> like it just wasn't wow. worth it. And that was like every single thing. And sex was, was by far the biggest one because sex is the second most serious sin next to murder. 
I know. <laughs> they really. Guys, yeah, that, I mean, that's confusing. It's that's yeah. confusing. And not even just like even just touching a dick is like killing a person. I mean, it is. Yeah. Just, I would be very afraid of dicks. I was so <laughs> afraid of dicks. Um, and so it took a really long time to. Uh, and then I think once I did all of those things, just the guilt and shame. Like I um, actually, I'll tell you a story. Can I tell you a story? Yes. 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 Um, so, uh, so I hadn't done anything in a year. I'd taken this break. I hadn't done anything. And my friend was like, you should go out with my friend. He, he left Orthodox Judaism in his late 20s. I think he'll understand what you're going through. So we meet for dinner. It's great. So many things. In, it's like you don't know it because you think your experience is so individual. But the mechanisms of being controlled are universal across the board. So we had all of these things in common. And then he was like, so what it you know, what have you done? Have you tried alcohol? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, what about drugs? No. And he was like, well, what about sex? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea what to do with a penis. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah, and he was like, um, do you want me to show you? What a gentleman. We all knew I know. that was coming. I know. It's like, Such it was a like gift. community service oh, that he had so to do. He took us all <laughs> a favor, really. So we, I was like, yes. So we, we get in a cab. We Obviously. go back to my apartment. It was so it was so clinical. The lights were on. He sat down. It's a study. He's like, okay, well, uh, you know, and he took his dick out. And the first thing I said, I was like, oh, it's so big. <laughs> really? And, yeah. And he was like, wow, you're... You're already good at this, kid. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Um, and then he uh, was like, okay, so here's how you touch it. You can be, like, firmer with it than you think. Because all I knew was, like, men were always keeling over when they got kicked in the dick. So I just thought you could hardly touch it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was a like, sensitive little baby. <laughs> I was, like, gingerly. He was like, no, grab it. Um, and so then he... And then he basically he was giving himself a, a hand job with my hand. Nice. I guess that's called masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> masturbating with a prop. Yeah. And then um, we hadn't kissed. Nothing had happened. So I we leaned in. I leaned in and I kissed him. And then I remember pulling back and just looking in his eyes. And I said, "Do you ever get over the guilt?" Mm. And then um, his dick. Ah, it's a really good indicator. It just went, it went away. (laughs) And I didn't know that that was a thing because I never. The answer is no, then. (laughs) I was like, what's happening? Did I hurt you? What's happening? Uh, And then he was like, I think I should go. Mm. So he left. Mm. And I was so embarrassed. And then also I was like, don't, you know, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Second, most serious sin next to murder. So I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and just the level of how I, w- I was 28. I waited my whole life. I was supposed to be married. I did this thing. And by the time I made it down the stairs of my bed, I touched the ground. I just fell to the ground crying. I was so trapped in like what a horrible human. I, and also, it meant that I couldn't be with my family in the afterlife. So that act meant that I would lose my loved ones. And I was so overwhelmed with guilt that I made up a thing, which is not, this is not Mormon, this is just crazy. <laughs> um, Let's call it made up. 
made up. Well, Mormonism, it's as made up. This is as real as Mormonism. Yeah, peep stones are real, <laughs> as is what you made up. Yeah. But I had gone to Jerusalem when I was a kid, and I had gotten, we'd gone to where Jesus had bled and died for our sins, the Garden of Gethsemane, and I'd gotten a baggie of dirt, and then I put it in this nice vase. And so I went to the living room, I found the vase, and I poured this Jesus dirt that had, like, Jesus' blood in it on my dick-touching hands. <laughs> and I went to, over the garbage, and I was like, um, Heavenly Father, I promise I'll never touch another penis again. And then I rubbed the dirt, and I released it. And then this weird ritual made me capable of breathing again, basically. But then, like, sexual curiosity. <laughs> so, like, two weeks later, where once there was dirt, like, another, yet another dick in my hand. Oh. I was just like... <laughs> so, ah, those damn dicks. I know. Hold it in your hand. So, for a whole year, every time I touched a dick... <laughs> I would rush home to get this dirt and pour it on my hand and be like, no, really, this time, this time, I'm never doing it again. How much sand did you have? I had, and then I started running, you know, so then I'm like, like two specks. Like I'm just rationing the dirt. You're bargaining with your dirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, I think it was a prison. And I am actually discovering more and more and more I think I've intellectually recovered from Mormonism, but I have not emotionally recovered from Mormonism. Um, and you can push my buttons very easily with guilt or manipulation because that's my system. That's how I was raised to be. I was raised to be manipulated, which is how I was able to be in that religion. Those two transformations, the weight and the religion, one is so external. Everybody can see it happening, and the other is very internal. Right. Which transformation has been more life-changing and more challenging? Hmm. I don't know, actually. I, I think, like, what I said earlier about weight, that, that it didn't free me, leaving Mormonism freed me. <laughs> like, that, mm. that was the right call. And so I think in that sense, I would say that that one was much scarier because I had to disappoint everyone I loved. Um, and I had to trust that doing everything wrong would be okay. So I think in that sense, that one was the harder of the two. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we have one last question that we asked Elna, and we're going to announce our season six debut book. So definitely stick around. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We are back with our Elna Baker conversation and a final question we had for her. Do you have any advice for people who, you know, I feel like, like you or myself or even sometimes Kristen, like not enjoy experimenting with like transforming, but like enjoy sort of seeking out like, what am I about? Does this work for me? Does that work for me? Can I try this on? Do you have any advice for people and how to sort of keep sight of like what you're about while you try all this stuff on or try to change yourself? I mean, I think the biggest thing that I've recently been able to come to is that I I thought that I've always thought that there was a reason I wasn't free, right? Where I couldn't enjoy my life where I couldn't be happy and I couldn't appreciate life and I thought it was because I was fat and so I changed that and then I thought it was because I was Mormon so I changed that and then I thought it was because I couldn't find a man to love me and so I changed that and then I thought it was because I was in an unhappy marriage so I changed that and so I think I've spent my whole life up until this point fixing these external situations that were the reason I couldn't be free and I actually think that the bigger thing is that there's something about my own neuroses that isn't allowing me to just be still, like enjoy my friendships, enjoy the love I have, like smell a fucking peach. Like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I also go to stories. So I'm very good at telling stories. And so there's always a story for the reason that I'm angry or mad. And so for me, the biggest transformation that I've found is just emotions, like feeling my own emotions and sitting with the fact that I'm really sad and then feeling it and not having a reason that I have to go fix. And I think the more I can feel the sadness or the anger, the less I feel the need to exchange, to change the external world around me because I'm actually like letting some of this stuff inside out one piece at a time. So... That's where I'm at right now. That's my advice. Does that make sense? Yeah. I okay. think and it's so. so beautiful. What oh a beautiful God. note to end on. That is the perfect note to end on. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's okay to not feel okay and to sit with your feelings. And you don't have to be anything else other oh, than what you feel. Oh, and someone told yes. me this oh. is amazing. Wait, wait, wait. This is so wonderful, which is for any feeling you feel will not last longer than two and a half minutes. And so if they you feel rage, if you too. feel sadness, I've never made it 30 seconds without being like, well, I'm going to call so-and-so and fix it, blah, 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 changing. But I've never been able to sit for two and a half minutes through the intensity of the pain, the real pain. Um, and knowing that it's only going to be two and a half minutes long is really a blessing. Yeah. Oh my God, that's that so the most beautiful. Mormon thing I just said. Oh a blessing. It's a blessing. You, hear it. you heard it here first. It's Hashtag still in blessing. me. Yes, Alna Baker. Thank, Thank you, you guys. So much. Much. Wow.
Thank you so much to Elna Baker for joining us at Buy the Book Live in Brooklyn. She really is truly amazing. So amazing. And you know what else is amazing? The fact that it is time. (gasps) Time for what? Time to announce the debut book for season six of By the Book. Oh, hot damn. Oh, my gosh. Our next book is... How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Will we actually have to win new friends, or can we just purchase them? Can we influence people to become our friends? Or can we influence them to do our bidding? Listen next week to find out. Oh, and hot tip, this is part of a very special themed season, so get ready. That's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge, huge thank you to our amazing production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie, our producer, Andy Kristen's daughter. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos, who perform it. Also, thanks to Chris Bannon, our chief content officer, and Daisy Rosario, our executive producer. Additional thanks to Casey Holford and again to Andy Kristen's daughter who engineered our live event with Elna Baker and made her sound so beautiful and made us sound pretty good, too. Stay in touch. Send us any questions or suggestions for future books or feedback on episodes. Hit us up at kristenangelenta at gmail.com. Also, you can tweet at us at ByTheBookPod at Kristen Meinzer, or at Jolenta G. You can also slide into our DMs on Instagram, at ByTheBookPod. You can also leave us a phone message at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. Don't forget to rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to, because it helps our show stay on everyone's radar. It helps other people find this bomb-ass shit we say. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenda Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Stitcher. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.